Right, here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Only Pans podcast. I'm back. I had a little bit of time off. The pubs are open. I'm sure you can all understand why. But today we've got a very special guest, a very special guest indeed. Young Sting, a.k.a. Lewis Bennett. How are you, son? Good, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate Mate, it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. It's been a long time coming. Um, so before we get into it, uh, introduce yourself. Tell him a little bit about yourself. Uh, young Sting, um, rapper. That's it, really. <laughs> That's all I do. I rap. <laughs> I sing words very fast that rhyme. And um, very well. Yeah, well, some might say, but you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's me. So you've uh, your latest EP, Hidden in Plain Sight. Let's, uh, tell us a little about it. It's got Two Step, What's a Man to Do, and Hocus Pocus. They're just a few of the tracks on there. Uh, so basically, I'd released my second uh, solo, like full-length mixtape. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's not gutter. And then I wanted to sort of give them something else you know what i mean so i wanted to give them like just give the people just bars like straight bars so yeah, i got yeah. a beat pack i got a beat pack sent to me um five beats by my guy 99 um and i basically just worked on them and then went to his studio recorded them and that was it really i just record like recorded it released it within a couple of weeks so yeah was keeping them keen yeah man that's what he loves to hear um so Let's get straight into it. What's your what's the dish you've chosen? Uh, it, the funny thing is, is, I was laughing because it's like I'm not the best person for this podcast because I don't I eat to survive. Like I'm not yeah. a foodie at all. So my favorite food I would say is probably Korean. Yeah. Um, and obviously Gangnam is literally two minutes from my house, so I'm always ordering from there. Um, I like ramen noodle dishes kind of thing i heard you like ramen as well yeah that's that's the one um so yeah that's my sort of thing i like i like asian food yeah yeah me too i'm the same um but yeah korean food that's a that's a good one you know better than oh fucking i'm all the way down um yeah that's probably one of them probably my favorite one so far korean food is there anything is there like a specific dish on um their menu that you get like quite a lot um i think it's a bibimbap yeah. I think it's called a bibimbap. So it's like sticky rice with the meat um, and then all the veg, like red onion, carrot, pepper, like cabbage, all that sort of, like all that jazz, do you know what I mean? So, Hanging. like health as well. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really Always eat healthy important. that much, but yeah, that's my no, favourite. It is important. Sure. I've been trying to eat healthy recently, uh, mm. just get, get into that summer mode, but obviously it's quite hard. Like, fast food is so cheap compared to... Um, I know vegetables. Man. However, I have got a I got a sponsor for today's podcast, and it's um, uh, it's literally a oh, I don't know what you call it veg a veg company. So, All right. <laughs> so nice. that's, that's decent. We take those on um, brand. Yeah, exactly. We love to see it. <laughs> uh, so Korean food. Have you ever been to Asia or anywhere in Asia, or do you want to in future? I stayed one night in South Korea. Um, one night. <laughs> Yeah, I was I I went to Australia in 2016. Yeah. Um. So I did a layover for one night on the way back and stayed in South Korea. That's pretty sick. Um. I didn't really explore much. Like I was just at the hotel and all that sort of stuff. But mm. yeah, yeah. I've done 
like I've done a tiny bit, but I'd like to like to do some more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. I think um, Tokyo is one of the places I want to go to mainly. Always, man. That would be that's like that would be. I think that would be one of the sickest places you could go for sure. Hundred percent, especially the people that like um, are from Europe or England specifically, and then go out to live in Tokyo. It seems like they have such a wild time because yeah. as as different as it is, I think. It's very uh, technology forward, and um, obviously the food is completely different. But for someone like me, I'd be going there mainly for the food. Um, yeah, I would. I'd like to go for the food, but then it's also like the whole, just the whole vibe of it just looks so sick. Like mm. just everything about Tokyo and just just places in Japan just looks like class. Yeah, Thailand's another one. I think. Yeah, I mean, right. Thailand and uh, Japan—they're two very different ones. Um, I think Thailand would be more for the traveling, and then mm. Tokyo would be more for that actual learning about the about the city in Tokyo and everything like that. But yeah, for sure. Asia's Asia's where it's at. I'm uh, I'm I'm quite jealous of people that can travel, especially. I mean, no one can travel right now, but when um when we can, definitely. Yeah, man. I'm I'm is. looking to like try and try and travel in a couple of years, man. Try and go around 100. Thailand, all that sort of like. Asia and Australia again and that sort of place like for sure for sure we just did uh, collab in uh, Tokyo yeah <laughs> love to see it um so Korean foods what a start what a start so um chosen song this must be a tough song. one it's such a tough question it is it's such like... a hard one you don't have to have one you can have a few if you want I if there's any that myself, stick out I'm gonna go for it was a good day by Ice Cube yeah, you might you might know it. You might not know. I it, do. I do. I do. It's a, it's a classic. It like, is a classic. I love I love it when they uh, when the guest always brings up a classic. It's always. I mentioned best. I mentioned this to like one of my mates, and I, I said uh, I was going to choose Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, and he said <laughs> that's a, he said it's a cheat answer because everyone would do that. Like it's one of them songs where it's just such a classic. Like everyone. They're both. They're it. two massive classics. To be fair, dreams would be. I think in the situation. So in this. Um. In this concept, you'd be having the food whilst listening to it. I think dreams would be a better one in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, sure. uh, that ice cube tune is a, it's a it's a banger. It takes you back. Um. And it's, I think, it's definitely got more of a story behind it to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Than dreams. Mm. But um. Do you listen to much Ice Cube in general? Because actually, to be fair, I can sort of see the resemblance from the bars, from mm. yours to his. Really? Yeah. So I, I like back in the day, my dad introduced me to like Dr. Dre, uh, yeah. Cy Cypress Hill, N.W.A. that sort of stuff. So like back in them days when I was like a really little kid, I was listening to a lot of old school like American rap. Yeah. But, in general, I don't listen to Ice Cube too too much. I just really like that song. Fair play, fair play. I, I can't I can't blame you. Um, is there any artists right now that you're proper into? Um, at the moment, I'm liking a lot of. I like Slow Tide. That's probably my yeah. favorite artist. At I think the yeah, I think he's one of mine as well. Actually, his so new good, album, man. new mm. album's unbelievable. He got added to the Reading lineup for this year. I'm gas. Oh really? Yeah, I'm going oh, again just to sick. relive the. Uh, I went in 2019, but I was uh, only 17, so I couldn't oh, yeah, really yeah. live it to its best. So we're yeah. re redoing it. Well, hopefully we're redoing it this year, just for the uh, just for the nostalgia. Yeah, I've but, seen the um, lineup. To be fair, it looks so good. It does look good. Um, 
Yeah, Slow Tie, that's a banger. His new album um, that just came, did it come out this year or last year? Yeah, it was, there, it was this year, yeah. A couple yeah, of mate. I've, I've had it on repeat for about, or oh, ever since it came out. Um, um, and there's another guy, um, Hack Baker. Yeah, mate, I'm, literally, I'm getting him on the podcast, mate. Really? Yeah, I've literally been speaking that's to him, he's coming on. Oh, he's <laughs> class, man. Yeah. He's so sick. I can't I get enough him. of him. Yeah, he's man. so fucking down to earth, and even for his music. That's yeah, what I like. So... That's what I like about your music as well, actually. Um, the, in the lyrics, you come across as really like down to earth, nice guy, but no, yeah, at the same I'm time, just say... doing the bars. Yeah, ca- go on, carry on. No, I was done. I was done. You go. All right. Go. Um, I just like to sort of talk about what I know. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. That's like what I like to hear as well. Proper, proper British sort of stuff. Beers and mm. all that sort of, you know, tea, cups of tea, beers, yeah. chilling. Posting up outside corner shop with your mates, that sort mm. of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think that's what um, that's what I like. I like to listen to, and I know loads of other people do. That's why the music's so uh, appealing to so many people because you yeah. just relate to it so much, and that's how you like, grow. Really, more yeah. people relating to you. So yeah, that's, that's the sort of the podcast um, too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. I feel like. A lot of artists I listen to, uh, that's the sort of stuff that they make. So I've always liked Lily Allen, yeah. um, The Streets, and then obviously Slow Tie, Hack Baker, people like that, like quintessentially British artists yeah. that are just talking about real things that you know about. Do you know what I mean? 100%, 100%. Uh, have you heard The Streets song with Hack Baker? Yeah, banger. 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 Proper banger. Um, yeah, so, mate, bang on. Uh, what are we up? Ne- what up to next? Oh, so we're gonna talk about Freestyle Friday. We're, we are now week seven, week eight coming seven, up. Seven, yeah. So, oh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's it's quite time consuming. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I release it on Friday, and then yeah. I, uh, from Friday to the next Friday, it's like writing the whole thing, recording yeah. it, uh, filming the video, editing the video, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the moment, I sort of want to. Like, try and make my next mixtape. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna put all my time into that. Hopefully, get that out in the middle of summer. Sweet. But it was it was sort of like a dilemma because everyone likes the Freestyle Friday and everyone mm. says oh, I can't wait for the next one. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then it's like you don't want to stop giving them what they want, but obviously yeah, yeah, I yeah. work on other stuff. So I think they'll understand if you got something big coming this summer, and I I yeah, can't yeah. imagine it will be a be a letdown when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to let anyone down. If you like the Freestyle Fridays, I'll give you 12 tracks in a couple of months and you can work through them and then we'll see. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, so where's this all going to take place? So you've got your song, you've got your, got your food, but where is it? So it can, it can be in your own home or it can be literally anywhere in the world. I was torn. I was really torn. Yeah. Um, but I went for Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Banger. Yeah. I've been three times now, I think, yeah. or twice. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's, the, I think it's the best place in the world. It's the like that, I, it was torn between that and London, but yeah. yeah, I went for Amsterdam. Is there anywhere specific in Amsterdam where you've had your favourite time? Um, no, not particularly. Just or just in, in general. general. Yeah. yeah. If if it, if it was in this context, I'm eating my food. Probably got a. A nice ramen. I'm posted up, sitting by a canal, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the sun, eating the Beautiful eating the Asian stuff. food. 
Beautiful. How about in London? If if you had to choose somewhere in London where you could be? Camden for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Can't be it? it. Can't be it. Everyone loves the Camden one. Yeah. To be fair, the food in Camden as well. There's so many uh, the food stores. That's one of my favourite things. Just in yeah. general, actually, street food. Um, I'm writing a menu currently. I was writing a Thai in, uh, inspired menu for next week in the restaurant, and um, nice. I've done the whole thing inspired off street food because oh, right. I think oh, it's just I think I prefer. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the fine dining industry. However, mm. I much prefer eating like street food and like can't dirty, it, dirty food. Oh, proper. That's how. Uh, that's how I think. Um, Them um, Chinese, the Chinese restaurants in the stable markets and stuff like that. It's just yeah, like mate. the best, different the gravy. Best food. Yeah, unbelievable. It's my favourite food, without a doubt. Um, so we grew up in Stevenage. Well, actually, yep. did you grow up the whole time in Stevenage? Because obviously we grew up yeah. together, sort of like mm. for the fa- same uh, same families or family friends, uh, should I say? But how how did you find it growing up in Stevenage? Um, I got along fine. To be fair, I don't I don't mind Stevenage. Obviously, most people that live here are not massive fans of it, but yeah, uh, it's just outside London. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's still sort of suburbs, but it's not. It's no like it's nothing mm. special. But yeah. um, I always I was always fine. I've always grown up in Stevenage. So I was born in Lister and just lived in Chelsea pretty much my whole life. So yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone that I've spoke to that's been in Stevenage and then gone out of Stevenage understand, uh, all says how bad it is. Yeah. As a good example, Lewis Hamilton. However, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, the state of that comment was an absolute disgrace. Shocking. It's, so it's, he comes from the slums. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. I mean, how dare he say that? <laughs> I've never seen the slums have a five guys and a wagamama's person. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But... I mean, he's what seven-time world champion, so he could probably say whatever. He's l- literally the most famous person <laughs> from Stevenage, and he's talked down on it like that. Like, yeah, you know I know. What I mean? Poor, poor. I think he lived down the road from my mum and dad when they lived on um, Lechmore. He lived in mm. a house opposite the church. Um, but we got three special guests, so we've got your. Uh, got everything else but who are the people with you uh, i was racking my brain man for sure three is um, a hard one it's usually five but i want to keep it down to three if you can if you can is it dead or alive like yeah yeah anyone yeah. ever anyone ever right, so i'll make I him went, there i went for first david bowie yeah um, i just think you could have a good chat with him he's yeah, such absolutely. a absolutely genius all the different characters like i just i've grown up listening to his music my dad loves him so much like mm. so i've always been sort of around his music and listening to his albums i just think he's like he was so articulate as well and like forward thinking and stuff like that yeah. um and then secondly i went for kobe bryant yeah um just because i feel legacy like yeah, and just his mentality. Like he's not even my favorite athlete, really. Yeah. But his his mentality and work rate and stuff like that. Like I just love to like rack his brain and just mm. get just learn stuff from him. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I went I went for him as my second one, and then the third one I originally had Kanye West. Yeah, but I thought he might be a bit boring. 
you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, he's quite a timid character, to be fair. I thought maybe if maybe if we're out of the public eye, he might he might open up a bit. But in the end, I thought I want to have a good time um, at my dinner, so I went for Seth Rogen. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a banger. To be fair, his new uh, his new line looks sick. The one yeah. he's on Instagram, um, like pretty much been in a lot of my favourite films when I was a kid growing up. He's such yeah. a funny guy. He's probably going to show up with you know a little party pack for the guys. Like absolutely, he's a great, like he's There's just no hilarious. Doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. That's three very. I think them three as well would be such an interesting mix of characters because yeah. they're all from different. Um, different paths like one's a one's a singer one's an athlete and one's a actor yeah that's but, what i tried to go for sort of um mix it up have a have a nice variation of people do you know what i mean yeah i've i noticed um in the past people always seem to have one of like the three holy trinity like david bowie elton john or mm. fucking hell mine's gone blank um Oh, what the Queen? Queen, yeah. Oh, what, Freddie Mercury? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's they, not a bad shout. Yeah, them three, like I, them three pop up quite a bit. I nearly went for um, Hitler. Really? But I, but I thought, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I mean, that'd be. It's not good vibes, is it, really? As a, as a controversial one, I think that probably is quite at the top of the pecking order. <laughs> However,. You get some strange, but I'm sure crazy conversations out of him. If you want to make the make the meeting worth your while, yeah, I just thought um, I just thought I could have a have a chat to him. You know, ask him ask him why he did what he did. But <laughs> now we're now we're talking that the dinners in Amsterdam. Maybe maybe not. It's oh. not the best idea. Seth Rogen in Amsterdam. That is a lovely <laughs> mix. He'd be in his element. He really would. He really would. I wonder if he's. Uh, when, actually, no, I would not wonder if he's been there. I wonder how often he's been there. Oh, he's been for sure. No doubt. Absolutely. Right. A great a great mix of people, I must say. Um, so you were saying about you might have or you'll have some music coming out this summer. Can you give us anything else on top of that, like what it's going to be about? Anything, uh, any inspiration you've had so far about it? Um, so it's called, it's going to be called Rock the Boat. Yeah. Um, the mixtape. It's probably going to have 12, 13 tracks. Um, the last tape that I did didn't actually have any features. Yeah. So I think this time I want to maybe branch out, get a couple features on there. Nice. Um, but really, like, really, it's just after the like sort of couple of years that everyone's had, I just feel like people are sort of bored of hearing bullshit, man. Like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just want to. I just want to be real and spit some real shit and like not inspire people but like people people don't want to hear about chains like big booties cars that sort of stuff and like yeah everyone's it. sort of everyone's going through it so it's it's just gonna be just realness do you know what I mean? yeah yeah of course i love that i love that um where do you see yourself in five years it's such a generic question however i think because right now there is, I, well, I can personally see a lot of potential. So I want to see what you see in yourself. Uh, well, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, but, welcome, um, oh, it's a tough one, man. For real. Or if you could make the next step up, where do you think you'd take yourself? The, the like, main, whether it's live shows or something like that. Yeah, so I've, I've performed one live show before. Um, yeah? And it was just in like a little 
pub there was like eight people watching mm. like we were we were just sort of in the corner there was like acoustic bands playing and stuff and then people just saw a good us time. In, people saw us in the corner about to perform and half the crowd just left they were like <laughs> fuck these guys like what like look at these twats but um i'd like to do yeah like a like a tour maybe if i could get that going yeah or like like definitely live shows for sure mm. yeah i think that's something that we missed out on so much in the past uh yeah. what a year and a bit since uh since covid hit um mm. But I think that's one thing that sort of came good for careers such as yours because um, you've had so much time to just think about what you're doing and oh, yeah. to sort of reassure yourself that it's the, it's the path you want to go down. Yeah, so literally throughout the first lockdown, um, my friend, he only lives a couple of roads away, but obviously it was lockdown, so yeah. he was just he was just making beats and sending them over Sick. and then I'd be, I'd just be at home working on stuff. And that's how pretty much I made that entire tape. And that's yeah. really why, why it didn't have any features or anything. Cause it was like, I'm just here in lockdown in this room and I'm just working on it, working on it, working on it every night. And I just didn't want to rely on anyone else to like wait for anyone else's verse, stuff like that. So I just thought like, I'll just work on it myself, release it myself. And yeah, like having a lot of time to myself to work on stuff was definitely like beneficial for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, so you said about your favourite artists so far, but who do you reckon has been the most influential? Like it could be people closer to you. It could be literally anyone. Who do you think has been the most influential character or characters um, throughout your career so Ooh, far? It's tough. That's a tough question. Um, well, definitely, like, the reason that I rap now pretty much is because of, um, my, my friend, Funeral Boy. Yeah. Um, also known as Sammy. He produces all, like, pretty much all of my, all of my tracks. Yeah. Um, and it pretty much started because I was, I had, like, a leg injury. So I was off school for a couple of months. Yeah. And, uh, I was, I don't know why, but one day I woke up. I just started writing. I was like in the house on my own. I just started writing bars and um, I messaged him and just said, I want to get on a track. And then from there for the last four or five years, we've just been making music pretty much every day, meeting up every day. So he definitely like pushed me. He saw the potential sort of thing. So he sort of, he because he used to rap. So he backed off a little bit and just started focusing on the beats. Um, and like, yeah, definitely probably him i'd say that's a, that's like an influential character in yeah. terms of in terms of my career but i don't really think that i sound like anyone to no be honest. no yeah definitely you've got I your take own bits sound. and pieces but yes yeah, i don't I, I don't really I, if you try to pin me and say oh he sounds like this person i don't think you could really do it yeah um but i think that's a good thing as well because you can't uh, sort of get... You can't really be compared to anyone. No. Which is the best thing in that... Uh, in Especially in that industry. Because it's such a... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what word to use. Um, Saturated. Com yeah, yeah, yeah. Competitive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah competitive. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so competitive. Um, but having your own original sound... It's what I people think, are drawn to as well. Yeah, I don't think I'd really... Like, you know when you see people and they're saying, oh, you sound like, I see people, for instance, I've seen videos where people comment, oh, 
on other people saying, oh, you sound like Lil Karna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the guy will be like, oh, yeah, like appreciate it. And I just think I don't I, I, I don't want to sound like anyone else. I want to sound like me. Like mm. I sound like Young Sting. I don't sound like anyone else. Yeah, for sure. I think um, what I've found quite weird as well, there's, pe- there's been people I've seen through social media that it's quite obvious that you can tell they're trying to sound like loyal karna because yeah, he yeah, throws yeah. in them little ad libs and he's like oh yeah 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 <laughs> for sure and then and it's like the voice the voice changes they take the they take the tone down and then yeah. they add in the little you know what i mean and it's just like i feel like people people take inspiration from people but then they try sort of too hard to become that yeah and i feel like you need to you need to try and branch off do you know what mm. i mean I think as no, another thing throughout uh, your career so far, it's all been very. Uh, oh, I don't know how to word this in a way that sound like not bad, but it's been <laughs> like it sounded similar to a point where you can't, if you like your music, you can't not like it, whatever you yeah, bring yeah, out. Because yeah. yeah. I think I found there's some people, there's some um, musicians or rappers where they change their sound like massively and mm. then you you sort of get caught in two minds with them but um i think it's the way it's the way you rap and the way you spit the bars that you can't not like it when it comes out that's why i think yeah, people yeah. get so excited when you when they hear about especially with these friday freestyles like they're all similar to a, like the bars aren't similar but the, it's all the a sound is style. Yeah, 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 the yeah. sound is similar. Yeah, so that's, um, that's what that's something I like. Uh, like when when we like orig- well when I first originally started making music, it was a different time. So it was like it was the SoundCloud sort of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, we were trying to make music that was just not who we were. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it was it was really Americanized, like heavy 808s, bass hitting, like talking about stuff that we don't really know about like all that sort of stuff like sick and lean and all this sort of stuff um but it it, like i just felt once i started breaking into like who i was a bit more and learned like i refined my style and that's when people started like liking it like people people preferred like everyone prefers to hear um i'm down the pub with the boys rather than me saying Oh, I've got. Uh, I'm in this Ferrari kind of shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, do you think there was a? When do you think was the point when that changed? Like, was there uh, an album or a track that you released that felt like it changed? Because I think I've. I think I know what it is, but I want to know if I'm right. Um, it was tough because at the time I met. Like, we released. Um, it was my. It was mine and Funeral Boy's second album or, or joint mixtape. It was called Sting 2. Yeah. Um, and that was like heavy American 808s, like rapping about bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then literally one day we drank a couple Magnums and we were sat in the shed and we just started, we just made like a geezer track. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's like a really funny track. I'll, I'll probably put it on this next mixtape as like a skit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was like talking about yeah i'm going to the pub i need i'm going to buy a 20 deck blah 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 rizla like all this stuff and then we just sort of thought oh no, this works um and then i don't know if you've heard the song magnum and sprite magnum yeah, and sprite yeah, yeah, yeah and that was that was the turning point for sure 
So around then, uh, Maggie and Sprite, and then we made the deal, which was on my first solo tape. Yeah. Um, and that was like the turning point where we just, I, we just preferred making that style of music, man. Like we'd grow, like we'd grown up a little bit, so yeah. it was time to sort of evolve. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that sounds sick. Um, I think there was a point where I think this is actually me instead of your music changing because I. Like I was went I went through a point where I was listening to like shit music like uh, all American rap and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, now I'm more, well, not more. I literally only listen to um, British or London based artists. Actually, mm. a, f- a few Leeds based artists as well. Um, but when you released, I can't believe it's not Gutter. I think it was was it last summer or last? It was October last year. Yeah. So we were going into second lockdown, I think it was. I think so, yeah. So everything sort of opened up. Yeah, everything opened up for like a month or two. And then we were going into second lockdown. Um, So, yeah, I released it. I think it was the middle of October or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember listening to it. I was out on a walk over by Great Ashby and I put the album on and I was with a few of my mates as well. And it was fucking sick. And it was um, a point where I, it was lo- it was sort of last year I started get more getting in, uh, getting into like British rap and things like that. Mm. So it was quite uh, it was sick knowing you as well, and then really liking an album. Yeah, yeah. That's uh yeah makes it um, makes it better to listen to personally. Yeah. Personally. So, so at the time as well, it was like I feel like some of the tracks on there like people don't really hear stuff like that like especially from like an instrumental sound point like some of the i feel like one too many and a couple of the other tracks like that they're a bit more like it's like funky so yeah it's not i don't feel like many people are doing that sort of like funky but still spitting bars and like do you know what i mean oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i think that's something about um hack baker's music as well funky mm. music yeah man Gets the vibe going. Um, you're a West Ham fan. I am indeed. How are you finding it? I mean, oh, you mate. must be fucking gassed. Unbelievable season. I'm so like, it's just been wild. Like we sit up here and watch the games and like just say to each other, like, do you remember when we used to watch West Ham and it was just a drag? Like you're losing three nil to your Burnleys and your Brightons and you can't get a whoa, result. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, Bright, Brighton are aside. Well, that's my team. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know, but you know, back then, it's like. No, I was there. I was there at the game when we beat you three now. So yeah. So I just felt at the time it was like we we should be doing better than this. We're bigger than this, and like the fans deserve more because it's they're one. It's like one of the best fan bases in the country. Like. It was biased, obviously, but yeah, yeah. everyone everyone lo- knows about West Ham fans. So this season, to see them like actually kick on Flying. and win some games for once and do better than expected, like it's mad, like such a mad experience. Like, I wish I could go to the games and stuff, but obviously yeah. not. I think that's a that's one of the worst things about having uh, when your team's having a good season because um, it was it's not the same, but it would be similar to having when Leicester won the league. Mm. When you when you see when your team has a season where they just start flying, you just want to be there because 
you, you just know the experience would be ten times what it would be. Just yeah, and the thing is as well, it's a lot of people I've seen now, like with we were four for whatever, um, and I'm seeing people saying, "Ah, oh, if we come eighth or ninth, it's a failure." And it's like no. last year we were last year we were seventeenth. Um, if we drop out of the top four or the top five or the top six, like we've overachieved anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, you can't not be happy with this season, regardless of however the next five games go or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, so growing up, you were always a West Ham fan, weren't you? Was it always in the family? Because obviously you f- and Evan I had both. a phase. Me oh, and Evan you? both had a phase. So, so he was like six or seven and he his favorite player was carlos tevez yeah um so he used to wear the headbands and all that really? and he had, for a minute he had a man united shirt that he used to wear i was gonna say is it man united because i feel like yeah. at some point i think it was when ronaldo was there i feel like everyone was sort of a man united fan just because of ronaldo but i i was like chelsea Really? So I had a little bit of a Chelsea phase, which I, which hurts me to say now because I fucking hate Chelsea so much, man. I hate Chelsea like, as well. That's who I hate the most now. But at the time, I had the um, the fluorescent yellow kit. Yeah, with I remember Drogba that one. On, with Drogba on the back. I, I had the Lampard kit. But then, like, I think I just got to an age where my dad just said, like, what are you doing? <laughs> support West <laughs> Like, support West Ham. Support, like, the family team, like, my dad supports West Ham. His dad supported West Ham. Um, so really, like all all three of us boys, just love West Ham now. Do you know what I mean? It's it's our team for sure. Yeah, I uh, I I was similar in a way that I grew up because my dad was Man United, yeah. and then Felix was Man United as well. I grew up watching Man United and supporting Man United, but when it got to a point where I was sort of old enough to decide where I wanted to stay with Man United or choose a different team. Yeah. Um, I went back to my roots because I, uh, me and Felix were both born in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I decided to support Brighton. It was the season where we were in the championship in a relegation scrap. And then nice. the next season we went um, to the playoffs and lost. It lost against... I think it might have been Newcastle. But either way, that's one of the reasons why I hate Newcastle now because that season when we came up, yeah, we were in the championship and we were cruising the championship and then we bottled it last four games of the season and lost the title Nightmare. to Newcastle. And then it's always been us and them in the uh, in the Prem, but we always do, we both do a little bit shit, but we yeah, always, we always like stay 15, in the Prem. Yeah, 14, yeah, yeah. 15, yeah. But I feel like when you're a kid, um, you're sort of drawn to more to them bigger clubs because they're winning and you like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, you like that. And when you're at school and none of your mates support West Ham or none of your mates probably supported Brighton in Stevenage no when you're at school. So you just feel like, nah, fuck this. I yeah, want to support. It's a bit boring. Chelsea, Man United. But then when you grow up, you just you want to root for the underdog and you want to you want to support your local and support the team that you grow you like you grew up on. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, hundred percent, massively. Um, so would you give any advice to anyone starting if they want to start to go into rapping? What would you tell them? I would say keep hitting it over and over and over. Just keep working, keep dropping, 
all the time. Try and stay consistent. Don't like one thing I've learned as well is don't worry about numbers and stuff at the beginning. If if you're good enough, like like I'm not there yet. Do you know what I mean? Like let alone someone that's just just starting out. Like I what I'm four years deep in the game. Yeah, and like haven't even I'm not even at ten percent of what I would like to be at. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you just gotta stay consistent. Um, don't worry about followers and if you really love it then you don't care about the followers and it will come eventually if you're good enough mm. and that's 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 just what i think it's like people get too caught up with oh i'm going to be famous instantly and i'm going to have a video on grm daily and it's going to blow up and then i'm going to do this and i'm going to do a fire in the booth and it's it's just not really realistic like unless you get picked up instantly by a label and like starting from the ground up you're not really like you've just got to focus on doing it because you want to do it yeah i think that makes an artist much better as well when they've uh grown up doing it or they've grown themselves um mm. there's more the more the passion comes out in the music and it's so much more real and that's what everyone loves hearing yeah for sure but it's been an absolute pleasure having you on lewis uh young sting appreciate you for building. having me man Mate, more than welcome to come back anytime. I've got a end of season special coming up soon. I'm yeah. still undecided whether to do it for episode 10 or 15, but I'm going to get you involved in that as well. It's going to be... Oh, I'm not actually going to drop the concept oh, because it's, um, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. Actually, I'll tease. <laughs> There's a lot of people in one episode. So it's, oh, I'll, nice, I'll tell nice. you about it after. I'll tell you about okay, it after. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh. But yeah, it's been a wicked episode. Uh, we spoke about some fucking sick things, real stuff. And that's what the listeners love to hear. Uh, and just before we go, a little shout out to JH Bridges underscore Western. Check them out. Their vegetables are unbelievable. If you like food, um, which obviously I do, uh, they're a game changer. Trust me. If you're in the Hertfordshire area, don't forget to check them out. Internationally sourced and locally sourced vegetables to your doorstep. Get involved. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe, stay sweet, and I shall see you next week.